You're listening to a Core Education podcast. Kia ora. I'm Anaru White, a facilitator of Core Education, and I'm joined with Alana King, who is also a facilitator of Core Education and a Google certified teacher. Kia ora, Anaru. Kia ora, Alana. Um, Google Apps Education is a real huge, I suppose, kind of trend out there as well, but also within that, there's some really good examples of the uh, how the modern learning practice about the collaboration giving uh, students agency as well. How about if we can take a step back to that and to kind of look at the why again. We talked about uh, the vision, where it's in New Zealand curriculum, or the school's vision as well. And with all this in mind and all the different apps that are out there for Google, I guess the big question is where would you start? And for me, I've kind of talked about and touched on the why, but we've sorted that out now. We've got Google Apps, but I'm a teacher, or I'm an educator. I've got Google Apps for Education, and I want to know where to start. Alana, in your experience, what might be a good place to start? Well, Tibbet, the way I started particularly was I went to google.co.nz and on the top right-hand corner it says log in or create an account. Uh, so I did that um, and, and basically followed my nose, making sure that I wrote down my username and password so I didn't forget it. And... And then I I just explored, basically, and the the first thing I looked at was using Gmail because it's cloud-based. I didn't have to worry about which computer I was on. Um, I could always access my Gmail account. And and Gmail, I mean, mail is so familiar to everybody. Mm -hmm. It's not something that that people aren't familiar with. So I think that's a good good place to start to get the hang of, you know, how, how things looks in Google. After that, I'd explore the basic the basic suite of Google Apps, like people talk about Google Docs, or that's Google Drive, and the calendar. I think calendars are really useful in, in classrooms. How have you used calendars? I don't know. Yeah, the calendar, if you go back to talk about the collaboration, that shared part with your calendar, you can share calendars across the school with students and so on. So for example, in a class situation, you might have a class calendar that is shared with all my students so they know specific times, such as when to bring the I don't know, their physical education gear when they might have itinerant music uh, lessons or when there might be outside kind of events happening as well. So when they come to school, they're prepared, they've got access at home, anytime, anywhere, learning. They can see what the preparations for today, what work may be due, what they need to bring. Likewise, during the day, you can set up appointments if they want to uh, check to see where another teacher is, they might want to check where game is happening, and then all those calendars can be shared across the school as well. So it's not just within the class, it could be across the school, it could, could be between the students as well. And of course, with Google Apps, just that whole power of them, it can be shared wider as well, so outside, so perhaps even parents can come in and see what's happening as well. I've seen quite a few schools um, embed their Google Calendar on their website. So if you click on the home page of the website, you can see what's coming up. I think that that can be really powerful for for parents to see what's happening in the school and when they should turn up and, and what what needs happening. Yeah, exactly, and I agree. That whole engagement with wider community as well, and for them to be able just to click on an internet or click on a website or have access wherever and just say, hey, whereabouts is my child today or what's happening at the school today and there's that calendar that is live that is updated that hey there might be events that's just popped up put in likewise next term there could be an event coming up i want to check where that is term four camps could be coming along 
I want one to take some time off work. So it's just that whole kind of communication. And it's efficiency as well. It's not having to rely on the email or phoning the school office to see where data is. It's updated there as well. Now, Google Drive or Google Docs, I absolutely love Google Drive and Google Docs. And I know from my own practice, I'm in there quite a bit. But in the classroom, I guess you talked about Google Docs at its hardest as the word processor. And it's fine for that, for that substitution. But the whole, uh, I suppose, the power and to transform learning and, and then to empower our students as well, all the features of Google Docs as well, Alana. Yes, I think as a starter, I would probably just start writing in Docs mm. and realise that it, it is a pretty good word processor on its own yes. without all those features of things like Word that you don't know, I don't know, and I, I don't want to use really. Yep. So it's got the, you know, the basics there. And then to realise the other things you can do, like you know, you can download them as a Word document if you wanted to or a PDF. And you know you can share, and I still get a buzz after all these times of doing it to see someone else writing on my Google Doc at the same time, and and to see what they're writing in real time. I think this is exciting. Exactly. And I know previously, before even Google Docs, you might have a cooperative learning where you have one doc, but you might share it around. But now you've got that whole collabor- uh, collaboration where you can have multiple people on the same doc at the same time. Likewise, if it's not in the classroom, it could be afterwards, after school, you've got that whole ubiquitous learning as well, being anywhere, any place, because things are on the cloud, you can just access it. And now with own devices being popular in class and even multiple uh, devices in class, you don't need that same device, you just need to log on to your device, mm. your work's there. It's saved automatically as well, and we've talked uh, about the revision history here, you can go back and check it as well. So there's definitely plenty of opportunities out there uh, to use Google Apps for Education. So if I, I wanted to do more, I would maybe look at the Google group on the VLN? Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. Virtual Learning Network, Facebook for Teachers is another word for it as well, but there's plenty of uh, online resources on there, a great community as well, professionals, educators as well. Also Core offers a lot of courses and I know for ourselves we've both run a few courses in an enabled stream that we have as well and information about that can be found on the Core website. That sounds good. Thanks Anadu. Kia ora. You have been listening to a Core Education Podcast.